first time kind of sharing poetry in this way and being able to read it out loud was really special. In this really challenging time of so much pain, I want a message of hope and possibility to ring through this book. Reading my book out loud actually inspired me to talk about it more, to bring it out into the world. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet writer and poet Cole Arthur Riley. Founding and senior rabbi of ICAR, Sharon Browse, and psychologist, professor, and sound bath meditation healer, Dr. Mariel Bouquet. Press play to hear how these authors describe their recording processes and how they felt hearing their words aloud. Enjoy. Hi, this is Cole Arthur Riley, author of Black Liturgies, Prayers, Poems, and Meditations for Staying Human. I wrote my book because there are days and even seasons when it's particularly difficult to read prayers, to pray words written by a white man, and I have found so much beauty in the Book of Common Prayer, which was written by Thomas Cranmer, and I wanted to practice imagination for a kind of spiritual artifact that spoke specifically to Black grief, Black joy, Black memory in a way that I could trust. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be confronting because I felt very confronted with my own beliefs, my own unbelief, words and phrases that were true when I wrote them, but that kind of ring a little differently, you know, a year later when I'm reading them. But I think that confrontation is ultimately good. I realized I had trouble pronouncing architecture, and I still do. There's a very fine line between architecture and architecture, and I'm still not sure I'm hearing the difference fully. I'm excited that listeners will hear the poetry throughout the book. It's my first time kind of sharing poetry in this way, and being able to read it out loud was really special. My favorite section to record was on mortality, I've done writing in the past on grief, but have never fully kind of contended with how there may be some beauty and impermanence, and it was good to revisit that reality. I prepared for the audiobook recording by drinking a lot of very hot tea and eating so that my stomach didn't continue to growl. If I had to record again, I would bring maybe sunglasses with me into the studio because my eyes can be pretty sensitive to light. And so when I'm at home and I'm typing, sometimes I'll do it with, you know, sunglasses on. And that could have been a little bit of relief while I was reading. My dream narrator for this project would probably be Octavia Butler. I recently listened to an interview and her voice is just 
so strange in the most beautiful ways. It's very deep and can't quite be pinned down. It's unexpected, and I think that would be special to have my words read in that kind of voice. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. I'm writing this first letter from bed. I lie here on my left side, peeking my right hand from underneath the empty duvet to type. It is not practical, but it is necessary because I'm in pain again and depressed again, and this is all I have to give today. I've waited months to begin, far too many to admit to my editor now. I wanted upright coal to write this book. Upright and at the 18th century oak desk I bought to make me feel big, like a real writer. Hi, this is Sharon Brouse, author of The Amen Effect, Ancient Wisdom to Mend Our Broken Hearts and World. I wrote my book because as a rabbi, as a pastor, as an activist, as a human being in the world in this moment, I'm deeply worried about the trends of loneliness, isolation, and social alienation in our society. And I know that there's something that we can do about it. And I wanted to inspire us to think deeply about how we can find our way to one another in sorrow, in celebration, and in solidarity, and what kind of healing might be possible when we do. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word— that word would be surprising, mainly because I'm hearing these words now that I wrote a year and a half ago and two years ago, now from a different emotional and spiritual vantage point. And it's been interesting for me to see the way the words land differently than the way that it felt to put them down on the page. If there was a word or phrase that I realized I had trouble pronouncing, it was ethos. <laughs> Is it ethos or ethos? Ethos or ethos? I found that every person I asked has a different answer, so I hope that the listener will get the right meaning out of that sentence. I'm excited that listeners will hear something hopeful in this really challenging time of so much division and so much pain. I want a message of hope and possibility to ring through this book. Right as we scheduled the recording of this audiobook, and I got the confirmation link and the final PDF of my manuscript, my father got very, very sick and was in the hospital for about a week. It turned out to be only another week before he would die. And I was sitting vigil with my family at his bedside, and in the email helping to prepare us, written by my incredible audiobook director, Linda Leah Korn, I was advised to read through the full manuscript as a way of preparing. My father was very weak, and I asked him if he would like for me to start to read a little bit to him. He said yes. And so I sat by his bedside, and I read him the introduction to the book. It was the first time that he had heard it. By the time I got to the end of the introduction, he was so fatigued, and I said, Dad, would you like to close your eyes and take a little rest? And he said yes, and he did. He fell asleep. And his caregiver, who was seated right beside me, said, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> so that's how I prepared for reading the audiobook. 
My favorite section to record was the acknowledgments. My beloved father died in between the time of closing the manuscript and recording the audiobook. And I was really blessed that we got a copy of the galleys, which I was able to put in his hands just about a month before he died. He didn't get to read or listen to the whole book, but just having his name and his memory actually written into the book and now seeing the way that his influence on my life actually informed so much of who I've become as a rabbi and as a writer was very meaningful for me. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook myself, who would I cast? I think Sarah Silverman, who would have made this book very, very funny in her read. The last audiobook that I listened to and I loved was Mark Oppenheimer's book about Squirrel Hill. Before that, I listened to the New King biography. One of my favorite things about audiobooks is when you can hear the author smiling as they read. I hear that in Ezra Klein. I hear that in Dahlia Lithwick. I love listening to the audiobook because you can feel the spirit, the depth of emotionality in the author, which makes it feel very intimate and personal. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is at the potter's wheel. I love throwing pottery and listening to audiobooks at the same time, though it doesn't necessarily make for the most successful bowl or pot because sometimes I get very emotionally attached to what I'm learning <laughs> and the piece topples over, but that's okay because I'm not doing pottery because the world needs more bowls. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. There's an old story of a child walking in a forest surrounded by sun-dappled oak trees. He climbs through the brambles and plays in the fallen leaves, mesmerized by spider webs and mossy rocks, until the moment he realizes that he is completely lost. He tries to find his way out, but each path seems to lead him deeper into the forest. As the sun begins to sink, he grows increasingly afraid, wondering if he'll ever make it home. Hi, this is Dr. Marielle Bouquet, author of Break the Cycle, A Guide to Healing Intergenerational Trauma. My book is a comprehensive healing guide for working through the generational trauma and generational stress that flows through our families and through our communities. I was inspired to write this book in order to help equip us, all of us, cycle breakers, healers, clinicians, to actually have a comprehensive guide for addressing generational pain and stress. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be inspired. Reading my book out loud actually inspired me to talk about it more, to bring it out into the world, perhaps more explicitly than what I had been thinking about before. And it made me really excited to be able to talk to cycle breakers from across the world about how they can implement these tools into their daily lives. I realized I had trouble pronouncing kintsugi, which I thought that I had a good grasp on, but it definitely has an accent that is different than the accents that I'm accustomed to, which are Spanish and English. And I'm really glad that I got an opportunity to learn how to pronounce not just that word, but also different words in different languages 
that I thought were really important to incorporate into this book and into an understanding of how healing is done across the world. So this was a beautiful moment in me being able to just be a a learner of the work. I'm excited that listeners will hear sound bath meditations in accompaniment to their other healing practices that are reflected in the book. The sound baths are such a unique addition to a book, and especially sound baths that are organized around generational healing, that it is something that they're going to receive that they may not be able to find anywhere else. And we really need it in these times of just having a lot of turmoil across the world and multiple crises that are surfacing that are bringing up generational wounds. So I think it's a beautiful gift, a generational gift even, that I'm hoping to offer listeners and that I'm excited for them to receive. I prepared for the audiobook recording by having plenty of tea by my side. If I had to record again, and if they would actually sit still, I would bring my two fur balls, my puppies Leo and Marley, to the studio because they're very comforting and warm, and they're always by my side whenever I'm doing work. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would 100% cast Nina Simone. Her voice is butter, it's healing, it's revolutionary, it is everything, and I could hear her every day for the rest of my life. So I would cast Nina Simone. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was What I Know For Sure by Oprah Winfrey. It's not even a new book, but I stumbled upon the book in a bookstore, and I thought it was such a beautiful book that I actually wanted to hear it. So I bought the actual book, but also the audiobook. And so listening to it and meditating on the words and the lessons that are reflected in that book was just a beautiful moment that happened to me recently and that I loved. I love listening to audiobooks while I take long drives. It allows me an opportunity to not be like too distracted on the road, but really just take in like the nourishment of whatever books I'm taking in. I listen to a lot of nonfiction, a lot of mental health related audiobooks. And as a result, I can really dive into my work and into the things that I'm passionate about while I'm also driving myself to whatever location I'm going to. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. Break the Cycle, A Guide to Healing Intergenerational Trauma. If you're listening to this book, chances are you are a cycle breaker. You are the person who has decided to create a different legacy for your family and community than the one you inherited by shifting the ways in which you show up in the world. Your healing quest is not just about you. It has collective motivation You send ripples of healing backward and forward by becoming a cycle breaker. It's a heavy task and one that, when chosen, or when it chooses you, has the power to liberate your lineage. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.